I think whatever is back there, when we start talking with spirits and when we start conversing with spirits here, it doesn't like us talking to its spirits. I feel like it draws them here and this is it. This is its ground. And when we're talking to its food, it gets mad. It just feels like dread, especially when you get down to the very last pylons. Do you know about that candle wax? Do you know what it was used for? Her note. Oh. Help us understand why you're here. So meaning this gives us an actual random sweep. They say that she had said, I curse this town, I curse you, and may you bleed. The other side of the bridge. Oh! What? Oh! What the f was that? Woo! Located in Pennsylvania is the site of one of the bloodiest battles during the Civil War, Gettysburg. Within this blood-soaked battlefield are three locations whose history is shrouded in mystery while their paranormal activity is believed to have sent many locals and paranormal investigators running from the premises. Argos Paranormal, along with local paranormal investigators, will be investigating The Grove, Sachs Bridge, and Eisenhower Bridge to see if these locations are Gettysburg's most notorious sites for discovering paranormal anomalies. can't emphasize it enough, one of our biggest challenges is definitely going to be um, keeping the equipment going. Uh, I can already tell um, it's going to be a problem. Some of the, um, uh, how should I say it, some of our cheaper equipment is already sort of uh, fritzing out a little bit on us. Um, so yeah, we might have to like take breaks and warm up gear and whatnot. I'll certainly keep the batteries uh, in our pockets or whatnot throughout the throughout the evening because um, you know they're they're gonna die um, pretty quick. Just behind you there is the Farnsworth Inn. So you've got a whole bunch of Louisiana Tigers holed up in the Farnsworth during the time of the battle. They're the most feared regiment of the Confederacy here. They're gonna be marching up this hill with barely any ammo under General Hayes. They're going to suffer over 90% casualty because General Howard is up on the hill. When we go over and down the hill, you're going to be able to see up East Cemetery Hill and see almost exactly what those soldiers would see before they were massacred. To have a cannonball hit a tree even next to you is going to completely concuss your stomach. You're going to feel like you had the flu in just 0.2 seconds. So as they're rushing up here, they're going to be yelling the rebel yell, which sounds like a whole pack of coyotes, real nasty thing and he buried them in a secret mass grave. 
It was so secret that we didn't find it up until about 13 years ago. Really? Mm-hmm. It God. may have been the cause of so many hauntings at the schools, such as children would see ghosts going in and out of doors or through windows or smell something really terrible. And a lot of times apparitions smell pretty bad. Through this area, you could possibly smell gunpowder, sulfur. You might even smell what smells like kind of horse manure. Mm -hmm. That's the big one. I hate that one. <laughs> but you might even hear what sounds like the clicking of heels. Not really union. You might actually hear spurs. This was a huge confederate area here, as they would march up the hill early in the morning of the 2nd and be completely decimated. Once we go through those trees, that'll be the grove territory, or the haunted grove as the townsfolk call it. It's not really something that a lot of tours go to, but when we go all the way down the hill, that's when you might start hearing somebody or seeing shadows. So you have to be really careful because it's dark that you're not letting your eyes play tricks on you. You could also see what looks like little muzzle dogs as we call them, just little sparks of flash like the enemies are still fighting together. Oh yeah. Awesome. This is my favorite. So when I was here about like two years ago, we didn't really get too much activity when we were here, but as we were leaving out of this little uh, dense area we heard like it sounded like logs breaking in half and I know that sounds a little exaggerated but it really it wasn't it wasn't like a tree branch it sounded like literally somebody taking like trees and snapping the whole things in half huh yeah I think it's possible it could be like a residual haunting like a cannonball hitting some trees maybe could have been possibility um, we tried looking throughout the whole area and we didn't find any trees broken like that so pretty uh, interesting. So before we head down the hill, down at that very bottom there is where the grove is going to be. That's the entrance to it. But just here where the bleachers are, you see the kids had raised enough money for their sports program to build in some new lights, to get a new bleacher set, except when the construction company dug deep enough, they came upon several hundred bodies. Oh wow. Blue and white pinstripe pants, long blue shirts with mismatched buttons, and on top of their head was a mismatched hat from the French and Indian War. It was the bottom of the barrel outfits. Wow. Mm hmm They were the long lost Louisiana Tigers. Really? That's mm -hmm. so cool. So they were found there, and since then the school hasn't really reported much hauntings. Of course, they're not going to say that their place is haunted. Here in Gettysburg, it's really hard to get any National Park Service members to say that it's haunted mm -hmm. because they still have their job to do. But it was just found there in front of the bleacher sets, just a little ways in. They found some New Yorker unions buried there as well. But General Hayes supposedly threw them all in and took the marker out, and that's why nobody could find it. Just beyond there on the horizon is Culp's Hill, called the Battlefield Hook. If you go through the Haunted Grove all the way to the other side, you'll reach Culp's Hill's fields. But we're going... Like it sounds like a geese. Yeah. <laughs> We're going just down there to the bottom. If you remember last time, somebody threw something at you because you made a horrible joke in the woods. <laughs> so I hope you're ready to meet Elizabeth again. Was that Renzo that made the bad joke? Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> it's like leaving little bad children in the woods. And I went, oh. He's always the antagonist when we go out. Yeah. So some ghost companies will actually go behind the bleachers 
But I think that's a little bit of a dangerous place. I don't like taking my tours down there or anything like that. I don't like ghost hunting down in that area. Besides, it's not in the woods. This is in the woods. Mm -hmm. I think it's really like soggy down there when it rains. It is down there because it's just now just like this little ditch. Yeah. And then you have the runoff pond here. Good moonlight. Mm -hmm. And the trees are really sparse without all there. Yeah, without the leaves, yeah. <clears throat> that's a sign, that's an Ohio Regiment monument. There's wow. two monuments beyond that. So at any time that we're down here, we just want to make sure that we don't cross over onto the right side at any time. Because that is park property and they will okay. catch us. Yeah. <laughs> But we are super close. And they did cleaning today, so I believe the goats or the goats. The gates were open. <laughs> Brian, don't you wish we can get this close to the battlefield? I do, yeah. Oh wow. Is it we're going down here? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but if you turn off your lights for a moment, you can yeah. see just up there. That is the monument there. It's an equestrian statue. But just up here, General Howard of the Union, he would have his men stationed here. And just down this way is where the Confederacy would be marching up, up okay. this hill. They said the battle was so fierce and they were so desperate that they would even tear off the limbs of their dying comrades and use them as weapons. Wow. On the other side is the Haunted Orphanage homestead. Hmm. Um, and the uh, opposite house, the Haunted Orphanage that does the basement tour. And on the other side of that as well is the Evergreen Cemetery and the Soldiers National Cemetery. So it's really just a hop, skip, and a jump. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I think that maybe the children that come down here to play may be from the orphanage. Uh -huh. But I actually did a lot more history checking on the children that I taught you about last time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Watch you step right. Like I said, it sounded like somebody took like a giant log and snapped the whole thing in half. Yeah. It like scared the hell out of both of us and we... GTFO. Yeah, after we took a look around. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't really find any type of logs that were just snapped in half like that. There's a tree over here, Brian. Yeah. Where we actually heard the thud. It was the rock getting thrown. Okay. And it was somewhere over here we heard a male voice say, hey. Oh, yeah. Almost directed at Remsa. So it was in this location. Yep. Do you all hear that bell, right by the way? Yep. The church bell? You heard that, right? The bell? Yeah. Well, the school bell is back at the Liberty Park that we were at. The yeah. original school bell. Did you guys just not hear that bell? I know. I, I heard it. You heard it? Okay. Yeah. I was just making sure no, I wasn't yeah, hearing things. I, that's strange. <laughs> it's not normal? No. What time I is it? I never hear... At 10 p.m., yeah, we don't have church right. bells. Not at that No, not, not at that hour. Sure. Huh, okay. I may have got it on audio. I'm sure, I'm sure you did. You may also we, I mean, we were talking, right? But I could hear it yeah. out of my right ear. Yeah. It was like over in this area. So, anyways. So this is the area where all the ghost tours bring their people. What I usually do, though, is I go further back. Now, K2 meters are not going to really work when you go to the right, because there is a old elect, there's like water going underneath or there's an electric pipe under there. I can't remember it which on the diagram. Mm -hmm. So it kind of throws me off a little bit until we go further back. 
all the way to the pond. Um, it can get a little muddy back there and everything, so when you're ready for that, we go. Mm -hmm. But in here, you first have um, little Alexander. Oh, Alexander, <laughs> Alexander is about um, five or six years old at the time. He was here during the Civil War, but he actually worked with the Civil War. He hid in a small little um, rocky edge, which many of the children actually did. He hid inside that little rocky edge, and when the battle was over, he came out of hiding. His brother Edward was here as well. He was three years old, but he wasn't employed with the Union. So instead, he went to grab his brother, and he told him, he said, let's go out on the battlefield. Like many children do, they're going to go out on the battlefield, many treasure hunters. Unfortunately, Edward picked up a loaded rifle and shot poor Alexander in the head. Alexander is down here, and he's a little clever spirit. He, um, sometimes I always tell people to check their shoelaces as a little joke, but that became a little bit more when actually somebody's shoelaces came untied. But then you also have uh, Alexander can touch things, which is why I bring trigger objects. He can push little toy balls. He recognizes my lantern and sometimes can blow the candle out. Then you have little Elizabeth, who you've met, Ramso's mm -hmm. met. <laughs> little Elizabeth um, is more physical. She is a bit more cautious and tends to run around like a little shadow person, which is why I'm looking around. She's harmless. Just don't make any kind of jokes towards her. During the wintertime, if it snows, I'll come here with a broom and I'll pat down the snow and I'll walk in a circle and do lullabies. And uh, I've only had it actually work once, but there's little tiny footprints that follow behind me. Uh, the next one, uh, well, little Elizabeth is about 12. She took her life here on Baltimore Street. Uh, she was one of the disturbed children from the Civil War. They would have a lot of them here, um, children and adults. Then you have Rachel. Now, Rachel's story is a little muddled. A lot of different tour uh, tours tell different stories, so I had to go looking. I found in the Gettysburg Archives that there is a man named Richard Wilhelm, who was a captain with the Confederacy. Uh, he was uh, hanged here in Gettysburg. You know that cute little roundabout you came through? Yeah, that was it. He was hanged here in Gettysburg. He was one of the last that was hanged for being a traitor, but he was also hanged for being a murderer because he pretended to be a Union soldier. He married a prostitute in this town, a lady of the night. He married a prostitute in this town because his name that he stole had no fame against it. So he had a child. And supposedly the daughter uh, had fits and rages and was uncooperative with anyone. They didn't let her out of the house until her 14th birthday where the daughter went missing. And the mother went looking everywhere for her. But little Rachel's body was found out here in the logging area where Richard had worked during his time here in Gettysburg. He thought the union was rich, except he found out that they're poor. So he worked and he buried her out here. When he buried her out here, she was found two weeks later and the mother was able to identify her Sunday clothes. When she asked him where'd our daughter go, he said the stupid girl must have run off. Now the story supposedly goes that the doctor did check out her body, but the doctor was also the family doctor and he said that her throat was slit and that there was no way that she was gonna run off or open the door and run away from her mom because she supposedly had Down syndrome. And that may have been able to explain her fits because back then we didn't quite understand it. Today there's nothing wrong with it. So Rachel isn't really able to answer vocally. She answers more with like dowsing rods. It's a plane. Okay. 
Okay, cool. I need to make sure. <laughs> she is able to answer um, by touching, feeling, dowsing rods. She loves playing with them. We use dowsing rods to be super serious, right? Like, please, if this cross here or open, hug me. She, on the other hand, when you're dealing with children, ghost children, they go, oh, what does this do? <laughs> so then you know you've got one of the kids. When we talk too much to the children, though, someone comes out. And it may very well be Richard. He's the one who can hear spurs. Sounds like chains when he walks. You may even see like a little red cherry from somebody's cigar or their tobacco smoke. You might smell it. Um, this is the sign of Richard. You may hear his loud thumping like he's walking. So at any time, like we're walking around, just make sure to like put your heel down first so you don't make a sound. Um, Richard can be a little scary. He might make a man's, uh, the back of their neck feel very heavy or hot. Maybe it's his paranormal way of saying, hey, I, I was hanged. But um, I've never had anybody like personally attacked. He just is really heavy as a male presence. So enjoy that. <laughs> if you call out to him, he still gets upset. Well, we ready? <laughs> what did you hear, Brian? I saw you turn this way, and I thought you heard the same thing I heard. I heard some like murmuring, but it could have been cars yeah. or whatever. There's a lot of contamination out here. Yep. Mm -hmm. If Elizabeth wants to talk to you, she's, she's going to let you know. When an apparition like tries to speak to you or a paranormal entity, it sounds like an electric heat against your face, and you kinda, you're naturally going to turn away from it. But you may hear that little, hey. She's adorable. <laughs> but when we want to go back there, um, that's when we'll talk about the Iroquois spirit that's supposedly back there. Okay. It's just an emotion. It's not anything that's trying to hurt you. It just wants to be left alone. Hello? Is that your cigar? You want me to lead the session? Sure. Oh, okay. Um... So I'm new to this area. I'm, uh, you might recognize some some familiar faces here. My name is Brian. With me is Ryan, and uh, we're out here to see if um, if anybody wants to talk to us this evening, communicate with us in some way. Possibly you pick up the volume. So we want to try to. We want to try to uh, make contact with somebody that um, considers this area home. Does anybody want to? Does anybody want to talk to us right now? Let's go ahead and say yes. That's what I thought. Yeah. So is there? So is there a child here that wants to talk to us? Yeah. What's your name? I told you my name. What's your name? Do you want to play a game? So I'm going to count down from three. And when I get to zero, just tell us your name, okay? John. Wow. Okay. Crystal clear. <laughs> Hi, John. How are you? So, John, uh, how old are you? 
Yeah. You heard 12? Game. game? You want to play the game? Did you hear that? Yep, and then I heard, hear that. Sounds like they're repeating what they're saying. Okay. Do you think that's the game? So I have some, uh... I have some, uh, uh, copper dousing rods. You may know what these are. They help you find water, but uh, if you use your energy, you can move them. And let's see if uh, that's easier for you. We'll play a new game, okay? So John, so John, if you're with us, once you try to use your energy and uh, move these dousing rods away from each other, so they swing back and touch me in the arms, okay? I heard too cold. Really? Yeah. No kidding. Okay, can you do both of them? Hey, John, can you do both of them? Both, yes. Good job. So, John, what do you want to tell us about you? What can you tell us about yourself? Are you a soldier? So, is that you moving the rod? Alright, you're pointing at Ryan right now. Are you curious about what the equipment that Ryan has? Do you know what that is? Okay, John, yeah, part of the game. I heard tick up before at rate. Really? Yeah, yeah, I thought it was rate, but it could have been rate. One, one of the stories has Rachel being, uh, well, touched by your dad on occasion. Yes. John, can you point to where you are with these rods? I don't know what name Richard intended to be under. Can you point to where you are with, with these rods? Are you next to us? Are you straight ahead? Is that where the trail is? Right in that direction? Okay. Are you down the trail, John? If you're down the trail, can you cross these rods? Move them earlier. You want us to go down the trail? Okay, it looks like. Okay, we'll go down the trail. We're going to get down there at some point. Is there anybody else that we can talk to? Often, but is there something you want to talk to me about? Go. 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 Go.
Did you hear that? That was like a very low scream that was like underneath that static. Elizabeth, Alexander, Rachel, if you're here, I need you to tell me. I heard your name. Hi. My name comes up here, especially it's actually by like the first and last name. So yeah, I last name as well. I'm up there like every, I'd say every other day during the summer. Elizabeth, so. are you trying to warn us? Yeah. Is Richard here? Yeah. Well, he wants us to go down the trail at some point. Yeah. We don't have to do it right now, right? Mm -hmm. So, the good one is down there, but then there's also a deflection which he wants to go down there to get away from this park, maybe? Richard would do it. He would do it. He's more like a conscious, like intelligent spirit. Like some of the spirits you meet in Gettysburg are not intelligent, but then every now and then you meet that one that knows what it's doing. Yeah. And that's that's a hundred percent Richard. How many in a number are here with us right now? Thirty-one. Hello. Do we hear you correctly? There's 31 spirits here. Elizabeth, if that's you, will you come play with these with me? Wiggle it for me. Play with it. Yeah. Rachel, if that's you, can you cross the sticks? Am I talking to a child? You can do it. I just need you to cross them in front of me. I know it's hard. You can do it. See, see how they keep like shaking and stuff. I mean, it's, I'm I'm pretty warm. I'm not like trying to shake or anything. But like the kids will do this. That's what they were doing to me. Her Cherokee? Uh, the Cherokee. There were Cherokee regiments. I don't believe any of them were here. There were the... Can I talk to the children? I heard a click. I know that over there, that's your favorite place. Can you point both rods there? Elizabeth, if that's you, can you say something, please? This one is like straight on not moving. Can you move both the rods? I see you. Is someone not letting you talk? There, there's something. It's following you. Look. Yeah, there's things pointing right. You may not. This hole was like something walked right in front of the light. Because the whole grid just went dim.
Oh sh You see that? Yeah. So this kind of is a symbol of Elizabeth. See? It's like almost turning off. Is the, is the battery sighing? I changed them. It could be cold. Yeah. Brian, you're gonna hate me. Can you go stand between those two trees right there? I think the grid's dying. Yeah, it could be. Maybe that does it with my grid all the time, too. Jeez, the battery's started. <laughs> it could be the cold. It's this cold weather. It messes with the. the... But um, do you see this tree to our left right here? Yeah. There was like Go a little back. dot below it that just kind of blacked out, and then um, it just illuminated again. Okay. If you want us to go down there, I need you to tell me, and I know you can. <laughs> See how it's like going in a circle? Elizabeth runs in a circle. Every time I do investigations, I try to do circular things. Elizabeth, that's the trail. Would you like to go for a walk? Elizabeth, will you go with me? Can you open those sticks for me? And we'll walk together? Good girl. So this is where it's just a rock placed here. I don't think there's anything significant about this rock whatsoever. But here in this area is where my mom and me, this entire walk path here went dark. Absolutely dark. Our water bottle froze in the top of it, like it was, you put it in a freezer for a little bit. Yeah. But we couldn't see anything beyond those two trees. Like when you're normally walking and it's pitch black dark, you can shine a light down there and you can still see beyond it. But it was so dark that we couldn't see any of those trees beyond it. It was like a dark sheet just covered the whole yeah, area. Yeah, like there was something like definitely giant. there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So normally, like, I'll be right here. Don't turn the flashlight off, please. <laughs> <laughs> this was like an archway. Okay. Anything we saw beyond it, you could tell someone was standing in front of it. Okay. But the thing just kind of swayed. But it was tall, it was super tall. Huh. Come to find out, there are things rarely that avid ghost hunters see that they call windigos. People here in Gettysburg have seen these dark shadows that walk across the battlefield. And they can come in different sizes. They can become big, they can become little, they can make the area really cold, they can make it really warm. Um, they affect the area. So as I did a little bit more digging, it turns out that the land here by Gettysburg, you know, much older than Gettysburg, it had Iroquois tribe on it. It was purchased by the Iroquois tribe and they were allowed to work on the farms here. An incident happened with a woman and a Iroquois man involved with each other and the townspeople became extremely paranoid that, you know, the savages are taking over our way of life, that kind of thing. Yeah. And they asked the state to send an army to destroy them. Oh, wow. Many of them managed to escape, but they did have a few yeah. deaths. Yeah. And maybe those Iroquois have left their own anger to continue walking around. It's just an emotion. So but I've never really a Wendigo? Mm -hmm. A windigo and it's They're tall. And it, like it, a tree. 
so it's specific to maybe a Native American spirit or okay. Is it like a human spirit or like an animal? Because Wendigo sounds depending, like an animal. It's thing. not depending on the like religion type and like the legend type um, okay. in different cultures. Um, I know in the Native American, it's more of like kind of like a skinwalker yeah. type of um, creature. But like in other cultures, it could be like a spirit, this giant, huge mass. Yeah, it's usually not a good sign. That was crazy. It was clear as day. I mean, I if it, if I I could swear there's somebody down there. Right? I mean, it was like That's where he wants you to go. But there's a pond back there. And you know, if we get too close, you fall right in. Yeah, that's... Oh, really? Did you hear it again? Would you guys be able to come up here and talk with us? We're not gonna hurt you, we just wanna talk. You had to have got that on your shoulder. You're gonna hate me if I didn't even hear the whistling. No, but I mean, well, you'll hear it if you play this back. I'm telling you, man. Do <laughs> you have the zoom on? Uh, no. No? Or the zoom recording? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right it's rolling. I was thinking oh, yeah. zoom. Oh, zoom. like the camera zoom. No, no, the zoom, the, the audio recorder. Yeah. Okay, good. I'd be curious to see, like, what it sounds like on playback. Do you and I want to move down a little bit? I'm, I'm, uh, I might be cool here for a minute. I'm going to walk down a little bit, and when I go down there, can you whistle again? Uh-huh. This is super creepy. This is super creepy. We're hearing a lot of whistling down here. So, let's see what happens if I get a little bit closer. All right, ready when you are. What in the actual f is that? Did I just see someone crouching by these trees over here? If I did, can you go ahead and whistle back to me? Like, it could have been my eyes playing tricks on me, but right over here I swore I saw just this black mass crouching. crazy how this part is like completely cleared out for people to walk. Mm -hmm. Is it because of the number of people who have crossed through here or? Yeah, yeah, this is like the nature trail that I think the school uses. Oh, there's the pond. Residents as well. Yeah, this is once where people went uh, swimming. It was really weird. People would go swimming here. Is there a big um, dip? But it's really, it's really difficult to tell where it is because sometimes those leaves are just hiding pockets. Yeah. If you turn off all your lights, you'll be able to see it. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah.
Safety police to get a swimming in there? Yeah, a long time ago. Like, there's benches on the other side. This used to be like a thing yeah, that people yeah. did. But it's stagnant and gross. It just smells bad. You hear, John? Cross them in front of me. That's just my camera's turning oh, okay. Sorry. If you are John, I need you to open these rods. Isn't it a car? Sounds like it. Maybe. No. What is that? What is that? John, if your intentions are good, can you cross the sticks in front of me? Do you mean to only do good for us? John, is your real name Richard? Cross the sticks in front of me. Could his real name possibly be John? going on if your real name is John can you go ahead and point both those rods at me yeah, just us, I think. you pointed one can you point the other one if your real name is John this is the time to talk to me You want to talk to us at all? Go ahead and uh, point those rods at me. Yeah, you can do it. Use all your energy. There you go. So maybe maybe you're not John or Richard. You're somebody else. Are you a child? Ooh, they're crossed over. Now we're getting somewhere. If you are Elizabeth, can you point to where you're standing? I don't feel anything. They crossed all the way and then they stopped. Okay, I reset. If you're Elizabeth, can you point to where you're standing? Point for me, sweetie. It's okay. Can you come stand next to me? I think that's what I heard earlier. Can you come stand next to me? It's okay, you can hold on to me. I don't feel anything on me, but I think she's moving the rods because she's here. Elizabeth, are you scared right now? Can you open the rods if you're scared? She might, she might not like strangers. We're scared. Yeah. Did you want us to leave you alone? If so, you can cross the rods. 
You mean no harm, just so you know. We're here just for fun. But we can leave. Go ahead and cross the rods if you want us to leave. We can leave you alone. Oh, we lamb. Okay. Somebody told us to come down here, but we'll leave. Fair enough. John, if you're still here, this is the moment to talk to us if you want to. You told us to come down here, John. We came down here. Well, now he's pointing at you. Yeah. What is it with me? Hmm? What do you want to tell to me? Talk to a guy? Yeah. Maybe. You want me to hold the rods? Oh, okay. We'll try that. We'll see, see what happens. happens. Here's your flashlight. You're all going to antagonize things again, I see. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Getting out of this. No, no. <laughs> no, it's, it's just Rem, so he, and he does it when he's nervous. Oh, it's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> all right, John. I'm holding the rods now, so uh, let's give this a shot, all right? So, um, point, uh, what are you doing? You see this? He's waiting. Are you, uh, this is nuts. I've never had these do this before. It could okay. still be Elizabeth playing. Yeah, maybe, maybe, right? And John's probably really frustrated. <laughs> yeah, so um, I see you're pointing to my left. Who's over there? John, is that you? Are you, pointing, are you pointing over there? Here, I'll turn. Now, if you're in front of me now, can you just make sure these rods are pointed straight ahead? Does he want us to go to Culp's Hill? Huh. Because that's they, how you get there. We can't, though. No. no. Federal property past that point. Oh, is it? Yeah. What is it called? Culp's Hill. Culp's Hill? Do you want us to go to Culp's Hill? <laughs> Culp's Hill? <laughs> <laughs> I take that as a no. Okay. All right. We don't have to. So why are we down here? Um, can you... Uh, let's see. What do we want to do here? Can you point the rods at um, Ryan if... Um, uh, if we're if you want us to try a different way to communicate with you. That's the best way to say that, I think. <laughs> we have uh, other ways to, to try and communicate with you. If you just, and Ryan's to my right in the blue jacket. Dick doesn't know. Nothing's going, it's still pointing straight ahead. Can you cross the rods if you want us to go straight? Okay, yeah. So whatever, whoever we're talking to wants us to walk in that direction. Is that okay if we go over there? As long as we don't yeah. pass the large tree there. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, why can't they come to us? Yeah. yeah. You want to try to come to us? The X usually means no, right? Can you straighten the rods out? Yeah, well, do you, um, can you come to us? Straighten the rods out if you uh, are willing to come to us. It's crazy how those rods are like shaking. Right? It's pretty still. 
if you want us to go to you, can you point those rods at me? Well, you can't always get what you want. Yeah. I don't think we can go over there. Would you guys be able to follow us back up the, the hill there? The path? Um, Pretty sure he's yeah. capable of coming over to us. Yep. This is weird. So that's a no. Wait, you hear that? that? It's like something got thrown out of a tree. It's a thud. If you're from the Civil War, stretch out those sticks. If you're from the Civil War, split those sticks. If you are a Union soldier, cross the sticks in front of me. So you're a rebel. Did you fight on Culp's Hill? Oh, don't get mad at me. <laughs> if you fought on Culp's Hill, cross the sticks. It was a very angry battle. It was a nighttime battle. And that, how far away is that? Like right over here? One more leg up. Oh, okay. On the horizon. Did you know that you lost? Open the sticks. Did you know that you lost and the rebels were defeated? Oh, I made somebody mad. What is this? What's happening now? This is crazy. They're pissed, maybe? Wow. I'm sorry. Did you hear something behind me? No, did you? Yeah. It could have just been anything. All right, so are you stuck? Uh, can you point these rods um, at Brett if you are stuck where you are and that's why you want us to come over? Okay. I don't think so. Are you happy here? Are you happy here on this earth? Did you choose not to move on? This is crazy. I've wow. never had these do this. Like, Man, your hands are completely still. That's crazy. Yeah, so that was that was crazy. So there was what? A, a John. Uh, Elizabeth. Elizabeth, yeah. and, and uh, Possibly an Alexander. Yeah. Possibly. Possibly an unknown. And then we came uh, into contact with some soldiers that fought over at Culp's Hill. Yep. The roads are so I can't <laughs> I can't get over the roads where you just have to weave. At least you don't have potholes. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So there was that uh, one rebel soldier. Maybe it was one. I assume it was one uh, that wanted us to go. I don't know further down, but we couldn't because it's um, park property, right? So. Yep. Uh, and he didn't seem keen on following us. Like, he didn't indicate that there was something keeping him over at Culp's Hill. He just didn't want to come to us. Yeah. So it's possible that maybe he's still reliving the war and his enemies were over where we were at. Enemy territory. That's why he couldn't come over. Or maybe he was just stubborn and yeah. didn't want to cave into our commands. <laughs> it's 
the best way I can put it. Yep. But um, what's surprising about the groves that we were hearing, the church bells, I heard the girl giggle. I heard so there whistling. Was a lot of um, yeah. disembodied voices that we heard with our own ears. And it's, we're in the winter now. Animals should be hibernating. Um, we did hear cars in the distance. So when you heard their engines rev up, it kind of sounded like a growl. So we were able to debunk that. We heard airplanes flying over, but I don't know what can replicate the sound of a child giggling. Yeah. And the church bells? No church nearby. That was right when we first got there, right? And why would they be ringing at 10 p.m.? Yeah. I mean, there, there must have been... The only, I mean, obviously, they, there could be an explanation. There's a clock, like a town clock or something. Um, but the locals that were with it weren't too sure that there was... Yeah. Anyways, we'll have to, we'll have to do some research there, I think. But um, um, it's interesting how there's a lot of child spirits that supposedly hang out the grove. And the one thing that we learned is that between the grove and Culp's Hill... There's that pond where a lot of locals have gone swimming. So maybe kids that were part of the orphanage go over there, play, go swimming, what have you. So I wonder if that pond is the hub of all the energy by the grove. Yeah. Nothing really that happened here is verified. No, like, hangings, no witches, no, like, all the legends that you hear of the Tennessee, nothing is really documented that any of the things that have happened. But, I mean, as, you know, we do investigating, we find things out, certainly, you know, start to piece things together, so. So, the only thing I have on the hangings is just a diary entry from mm -hmm. the big yeah. So, there was a farm that's a little ways away. Yeah, I'm zooming in. It, there's a farm that's a little ways away called the John Shaw, or Sachs Farm. It's spelled differently. So this bridge is actually called the Sachs Mills Bridge. <laughs> it is a Pennsylvania treasure. It's one of the last three standing thorough trust bridges. It swept out in 1996, just like uh, the John Eisenhower Bridge, and it was rebuilt. It's raised a little bit more so it doesn't mm -hmm. happen again. <laughs> and built with all, um, mm -hmm. I'd say about, I think it was 90% of the same material mm -hmm. that was used was refurbished and it is what you see it today. So. This is Marsh Creek. It runs under most of the town. But what happened here in the Civil War, you have two Union infantry that are going to come across it, but you're going to have multiple Confederacy, especially A.P. Hill, General Lee's army. Um, you're also going to have a field hospital just in this general area. So the farm that was here, the pig farmer, he was okay to give it up. His family was running to the round tops to try and escape, like the Shriver family did, the Pierce family did, trying to escape. But he left his pigs here. He had two cows and a calf. He found part of the one cow. It was eaten by the Confederacy. And he found the calf and the other cow later around this bridge on top of it. He was like, oh, there's my cow. But the son of the pig farmer was very unhappy with the Confederacy on his land. And during the night of the 3rd, when Lee ordered everybody to pick up and start retreating, he set the pigs free in the night, and they feasted upon the men in the field beds here. No pigs could do that, like eat. Oh, yeah, the mafia uses them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so you get rid of bodies, right? Mm -hmm. So you may still hear men squirming, moaning, you know, screaming. But the pig farmer wrote of an incident where one of A.P. Hill's captains 
caught a few men who tried to escape. And he said, how could you ever kill a union if you run from a pig? And he said there was a commotion on the bridge and that there were bodies that were strung up at the end of the bridge. And that is all I have on that. It's not exactly verified. Mm -hmm. It's only from a journal entry that I found from the Adams County Historical Society. Huh. So mm -hmm. that's all I've got on that. And I have seen this letter too. So it is a little bit of documentation mm -hmm. that we can find. So a lot of the times when we read like on a Wikipedia page about Saks Bridge, yeah. they call it the Confederate gallows, but that is all the information we have on those hangings is that supposedly the captain called them cowards. Some called them spies. We don't know. <laughs> but also you have, um, there was just AP Hill that was really in this area. So a lot of Confederate positive stuff you're gonna find. Mm -hmm. um, the only other thing that I have down here is when we start going down that way, that's a bit more of a older story before the Civil War even got here. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there is one spirit that I like to talk to on this bridge. His name's Dwight. Dwight? Yep. Dwight is a Confederate soldier. Um, how I know that is over the spirit box, I asked if you were Union or Confederate. It yelled out, Rebel. <coughs> so it was pretty much a direct response of yeah. what it was. And his voice is very, very deep. I notice. So it doesn't matter what device you're using, SB7, any hack radio, even an app, his voice always comes in very low and very deep. Uh, he likes to make jokes a lot, mm -hmm. so that's one thing you like to joke around with him here. Um, I usually have a pack of cigarettes, I'll leave him at least a couple cigarettes when I leave, but I don't have any today, just like you forgot your lighter. <laughs> like we can leave him the uh, cigarettes, see what happens, but we don't have to light them. No, you have some cigarettes then? Uh, no. Does anyone have cigarettes? No. Nope. no. Uh, We're not, yeah, I'm, I'm not a cigarette smoker. So would you say a lot of the Confederate spirits here, they identify, or they, they call themselves rebels? Rebel, yeah. Because in Virginia, they call themselves Southerners. Some even go as far as calling themselves Confederates. I think they very heard well, too. I just know before. Rebel comes through a, very, a lot here. They're proud of it. Yeah. This is where the Union propaganda and the Confederate propaganda kind of met. Mm -hmm. So you've got like the Union saying that the Confederacy, they're trying to succeed, the, they're coming after us, they're going to take your children, they're going to burn your homes, they're going to eat you, and the Union wasn't any much greater. So the term rebel was huge here in Gettysburg, and they owned up to it. They're like, yeah, that's right, we're rebels. <laughs> but then the Union is called Yankees. Yeah. So one much better, isn't it? <laughs> and this is one of the more active spots on the whole area around here, I'd say. Um, that being said, Gettysburg, remember, is a big hit or miss. It depends on the time, it depends on the weather, it depends on a lot of factors around here that actually ramp up activity. Hmm. Um, like full moons, for example, around here are off the chain. It's crazy. Um, and, you know, the, recently with these lights just being put up, it kind of uh, stunts activity a little bit. Um, but they still, if they want to talk to you, they're going to talk to you. Was there. that building always here? It is yes. the pumping station. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thing I didn't see it before because there used to be a lot of trees mm -hmm. over here. Yeah. And actually, there was a building right beside that that got torn down. It was an abandoned their old factory that they had there. Um, lot, me and my partner believe that there was spirits in there, and once that building came down, it kind of released something. It released you know, all their the spirits that could have been in there to the bridge here or to the land. Oh. So, I mean, they could still be here as well. I don't know what that building was used for. It could have been an older pumping station house. 
So that's, it could have been a worker who had died mm -hmm. somehow in the building. Um, does that Native American guy still come over here at night? The, one that we saw the first guy, the first time you guys came here and did that with the light and everything, you know, we were trying to get the Tennessee to work. Mm -hmm. um, that was the first night I ever gotten anything from a Native American here. Me personally. Mm. I haven't gotten anything. Yeah, me personally. It was just something about Remsa. It was something mm -hmm. about does anyone sell, smell smoke? I do. Yep. I'm trying to figure out where it's coming from. It smells more like chimneys. Yeah, yeah there are homes over there. Three houses yeah. over there? Yeah. They usually don't bother people on the bridge, though, so they're fine. As long as we um, don't bother them, they won't bother mm -hmm. us. It's right. Like yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Do they know about those devil worshippers? <laughs> A lot of them have called the cops probably, on people yeah, here. Yeah. yeah. When yeah. they see, like, packs of teenagers and stuff, especially they see, like, lights and stuff in the woods. Like, when we go back there, we need to go semi-dark. Shit. Yeah. Oh, Alright, so here's the thing. If some people in Blacks are bars, we're gonna go ball to the wall and kick their ass. Yeah, they can kick <laughs> yeah. ours. Oh my god. <laughs> and I got well, a big like ass. There's a crazy knife. guy here that wears also. feathers in his hair and he talks about Scientology. I haven't <laughs> seen him oh, in a while. Yeah, I haven't seen him, but he runs around in like that gold little hatchback yeah. wagon or whatever Kuchin. it is. Uh, um, what'd you call him? Old Kuchin. Old Kuchin. Yeah. He has a name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but. There's also, actually, I don't know if you knew about this, but there's has been seances recently on the bridge as well. 